0: Rock the Word Episode 4 Welcome to Rock the Word. I am your podcast pastor, Jim Trembley. Glad you could be with us today. We are looking at Romans chapter 1 verses 26 to 32 today. Listen to the word of God. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Therefore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind." So that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are all full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decrees, that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, today we're going to take on a very controversial topic, and that is homosexuality. I believe that the Bible teaches that homosexuality is a sin. It says very clearly here, I think in verse 26, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. And men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Now, there's a lot of people that will read that, and they'll say, yeah, but that was in a different time. That was in a different place. And what they're really talking about is sexual relationships that would happen in temples where they would go and do worship at temples which included homosexuality so the homosexuality of today which is between one committed man and one another committed man or another commit committed woman and another committed woman are totally different than those than those relationships that happen here in this passage well I don't see that in the scripture I don't see that a- at all if that would have been the case I would think Paul would have talked about the fact that that it was relationships that were taking place inside temples. He didn't make that distinction, and I think he would have if that would have been the case. All I know is the text plainly reads, as we have read it, that they gave themselves over to unnatural sexual relationships, women with women, men with men, and they received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Now, does that mean that homosexuality is worse than some other kinds of sin? No, I don't think so. Does that mean that that they will receive a harsher punishment? Uh, I I don't think that's the case either. Homosexuality, something you're born with? Well, it maybe. I don't know. But I really to me it really wouldn't matter because we're all born with a propensity for sin. Some people are per, uh, born with a propensity to do other kinds of evil and wicked acts. Some are a disposition of being greedy. Some have a disposition of, towards murder or deceitfulness or malice or uh, being gossips or being slanderers. Well, there's all kinds of different things that we have propensities towards. Some people have a propensity towards same-sex relations. Some people have a propensity for relationships uh, that are heterosexual but that are still not authorized by God. For example, having sexual relationships outside of the bonds of matrimony. When you're married and you're having a relationship with uh, another man or another woman that is married, you're in adultery. That's just as bad as homosexuality. But we don't think much about that or we don't say much about that. And another thing, the, the I think the Christian community has in the past treated the people of LGBTQ community very, very poorly. And that is also uh, a sin if we have treated them in unfair ways and judged them in unfair ways. So, as the passage goes in, in um, Matthew, that we need to make sure that we have taken the uh, log out of our own eye before we try and take the sliver out of somebody else's eye. But that does not mean that they don't have a sliver in their eye, that there is not something that... They, they're doing something that they should not be doing. The homosexuality like I said I believe is a sin and we need as a church we need to call it exactly what it is and that is sin we continue on verse 28 and this is where it gets interesting because he just talked about homosexuality and how that was was something that they should not be doing that it was an error and that they would receive in themselves due penalty for that error Paul goes on to say furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. That's quite a long list, and each one of us could fall into one of those different categories if we're not careful. Paul is not just singling out people who are homosexual, but he's also saying, hey, you need to be careful because there's all kinds of wickedness and evil and greed that happen and we are all have some form of depravity within us we, they are all full of envy how many of you have ever been envious of something to, something that somebody else has how many of you ever have been so mad at somebody that you would have you felt like killing them right on the spot and it wasn't in jest or in boast you were serious how many have had strife between a brother or a sister and you just didn't want to take care of it you let that relationship get worse and worse and worse how many have you ever been deceitful how about malice towards somebody have you ever gossiped about somebody have you ever slandered somebody? have you ever felt like that you just hated god how about being arrogant and boastful some of us have even went into thought of ways to invent ways of doing evil. They, and here goes, this one I'm sure all of us have done at some point in our lives, that's disobey our parents. Sometimes we have no understanding, we have no fidelity, we have no mercy, we have no love. And we know God's righteous decrees that those who do these kinds of things deserve death. But they lived in a culture, and we live in a culture now, that even though we know these things deserve death, not only do we do them, but we approve of those who practice them. And that is not good. In fact, it is shameful. So whether it's homosexuality, whether it's evil and greed and depravity or Insolent or arrogance or boastfulness or disobeying our parents. We all have something that we we all have sin. And we know it's not right. But we sin anyway. And we'll even approve of those who practice these things. It should not be. It should not be this way within the church. But unfortunately, sometimes... It is. And luckily for us, this is not the end of the book of Romans. There is a Romans chapter 2. And he goes on, Paul goes on to say, You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else for whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourselves because you who pass judgment do the same things. We need to be careful when we pass judgment. You know, that we are told that we shouldn't judge at all, but I don't think that's quite right either. But we do need to be careful when we have to pass judgment on somebody. Because sometimes we do those very things that we are condemning. We need to get that log out of our own eye before we try and attempt to take the speck out of a brother or sister's eye. We need to make sure that we are right with God before we try and help somebody else become right with God. Because we know that God's judgments against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you... A mere human being pass judgment on them and yet do the same things. Do you think you will escape God's judgment? And, of course, Paul's answer is rhetorical. No, you will not. Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? And, of course, the answer is yes. That should be what happens. That God's riches riches of kindness and forbearance, his patience, should bring us, lead us to repentance. And that's what the church should be about. We should be leading people to repentance, whether they're homosexual homosexuals, whether they're uh, full of envy, whether they're full of murder, strife, deceit, malice, whether they're gossip slanderers or uh, people who disobey their parents, whether they under, have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy, all of these things, we should be leading people to God's repentance through his kindness and his forbearance. And his patience. So the question I have for you today is, do you see yourself following in any of those categories? Have you ever seen yourself following in the, any of those categories? Are you actively in any of those categories? I want you to know that God is kind. And he's patient. And he has a forbearance for you and all of that is intended to lead you to repentance lead you to the one who can wash your soul and your spirit as white as snow that is ready to save you and get you on the path towards righteousness and if you hunger and thirst after righteousness matthew Five tells us that you will be filled are you hungering and thirsting after righteousness today are you looking to find God's love are you looking for something more in your life if you are I encourage you to turn to Jesus Christ because he is the one who can wash your sin away he loves you with an everlasting love and underneath are the everlasting arms. Let him hold on to you today. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rock the Word today and we would encourage you if this has been a blessing to you that you would go ahead and hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, that you would go ahead and send us a comment. In the comments sections, or that you would email me at Pastor Jim at M O N T E U M C dot That's Monty dot Thanks for listening, and until next time, be blessed.